0: Hey everyone, my name is Topher
1: and I'm Kate
0: and this is Hallway Chats. Before we get going, I want to thank our sponsors at Nexus, Liquid Web brand. They have some new tools for e-commerce that really make them stand out from other options. WooCommerce automated testing, sales performance monitor, and plugin performance monitor. They give you the data you need to stay powerful and profitable. And they're free with every Nexus plan. Okay. Our guest today is Aruba Ahmed. Welcome.
2: Hey, Hi, thanks for having
0: me. Hey, Kate. <laughs> Did I get the, uh, not accent, the uh, emphasis, right, on your last name? Is it Ahmed?
2: Yeah, that works. I would say that it's more about the emphasis on the first name, where it's Uruba. Oh. Ah. Not, uh, not Aruba.
0: <laughs> All right, <laughs> Yeah. <is> <laughs> it is an A-U. It is an A-U. It is. I'm looking at the spelling. For those of you that are just listening, it's A-U-R-O-O-B-A. So. No relation at all. It's pretty common.
2: (laughs) No relation at all. And yet I have heard that song many, many, many times.
0: I don't know the song.
2: (laughs) Oh, the Beach Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My gym teacher, the first time he read my name off of the attendance list was like, he didn't read my name. He just sang the song. Yeah, Yeah, that's got to be exciting. It gets old after a while, but I laugh <laughs> it. <time.
1: laughs> I mean, it is a positive association. I mean, I yes. would happily be associated with a Caribbean island where people go to vacation and have a good time. So, I mean, there are worse 100%. possibilities
2: here. Very, true. very, very and, true. And do you
1: live on Aruba? Like,
2: are you in oh, a Caribbean I island? Would, I would love to go there one day, but mm. I'm in Calgary by the Rockies in Canada. And is That's it cool. warm and tropical there? <laughs> oh, in only in my mind.
0: <laughs> right <laughs> right now, the Rockies were close to Calgary.
2: Oh, it's like less than an hour away from my house. I can see nice. the mountains from my bedroom window. So nice. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So but it is not tropical here. It is very cold right now. <laughs> right.
0: One yeah, of the I first mean- things we were going to ask is uh, who you are and where you live and stuff like that. So now we know you're in Calgary. Yeah. Um, I mean, no,
1: she's a, a Aruba.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, that is true. Have you always lived in Calgary? Are you a Oh
2: No, I am not a Calgarian, although I met a Calgarian yesterday. They are a rare breed. Yeah. Um, I was born in Pakistan, but I never lived there. I spent my childhood in Saudi Arabia in a small port town called Yumbo by the Red Sea, and then we moved to Toronto, Canada when I was uh, You even 10. say it like Toronto. <laughs> well, I, am, I did live there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was there. T- I We moved there when I was 10. And then my dad got a job with an oil company in Alberta in a small town called Fort McMurray, where the oil sands are. And we moved there when I was 15. And then I went okay. to university in Edmonton. And then my parents moved to Calgary partway through my university career. And eventually I also ended up here because I wanted Mm -hmm. to be close to them.
1: Yeah, that does tend to happen. It must've been fun moving from Toronto to um, Alberta when you were 15. Like I'm guessing- It was a a
2: culture shock. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Fort Marie at the time was not a place that you would equate with
0: diversity. It was- (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, did you say Canada?
2: yeah i mean (laughs) it was very it's it was small but rich because of the oil sands okay and uh then i I, my family was i guess part of this influx of people who were coming there because of all the jobs and so then suddenly became very very diverse and very very quickly so it was a very big adjustment for the city it was a big adjustment for us for everyone um it was very interesting
1: another fun thing to be dealing with at 15. So, oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: So fun. The stories right? I could
1: tell you,
0: you know, <laughs> I will I laughed buy you about a the you can
1: tell me all about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I laughed about the diversity of Canada, but I have to say Toronto was the most diverse city I've ever been in.
2: It is very, 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 very diverse. Yeah. And I mean, I, you know, before the pandemic we went to Toronto at least once a year, we have a lot of family there and mm. it just, you know, it, I go once a year and yet it is so drastically different every single time. I mean, in terms of the, from the previous people, time. Yeah. Yeah. Every time it's like something has changed in a way that is so obvious that it's like, Oh, but it has only been a year. How has this happened? I do not know. This does <laughs> right. not compute. So it, it it's a, it's a pretty cool place.
0: Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um. I, I have wanted you to do a hair press essay for a long time and I totally respect my not but the story is interesting and so no I love shame. to hear from you
1: there's no, no shame there's no shame here
0: none at all I'm there's serious. a
1: lot of things he wish I would have done over the last <laughs> 25 years that I haven't done and I feel no shame about it whatsoever so
0: so how did you get into WordPress
2: <laughs> uh so I already knew how to code in HTML and CSS. But then when I was in grade 11, my dad started up a nonprofit in Fort McMurray and they needed a little website and he needed to be able to edit it himself, at least a little bit. And so I was like, there must be a way this can happen. So I went Googling and I landed on WordPress and it was pretty easy to install. And I made a child theme from whatever the default theme was back in Mm -hmm. 2000 eight and uh off we were you know (laughs) that's how it all started really Uh
1: it's it's so funny how many wordpressers end up with a very similar story you know it was you just kind of you kind of figured it out one day and all of a sudden you have a career you know it's
2: which is great you know yeah i played with it all through high school
0: when did it move from from messing around in high school to a career. Like, I only met you oh. a year, two years ago?
2: 2019, yeah. Yeah,
0: and sounds um, like you've been in the community for a while, or at least working with WordPress.
2: Yes, those are two different things. Yeah, They, they are, are, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, well, when I was in university, I also helped uh, build one of the residents associations website with WordPress, and that was when I really like sort of started to understand some of the power of WordPress and what it could do. And I, because of it, I ended up freelancing with a few companies uh, while I was in school, uh, just building sort of internal websites for them. And then when I graduated, or well, when I finished being done in university, I decided that I just wanted to freelance and I just did WordPress. So that would be 2014. Nice. That's cool. So
1: have you always worked for yourself then?
2: Correct. I have had two summer jobs, no, three summer jobs. And that's about as far as it goes for working for someone else.
1: Yeah. That's really <laughs> phenomenal. You know, it's, it's great that you've been able to build your own business the way that you wanted it built no matter where you're living. Like that's something, that's the thing yeah. I love about WordPress. Um, I could mm-hmm. care less about the software. I could care less about coding anything, but just, you know, how many people can build a life that they want regardless of where they're living it's just amazing yeah
2: it was one of the primary reasons I did it because for many many reasons I decided that I wanted to always be remote at a time when remote was not a thing Mm -hmm. I didn't I wouldn't have said remote then I just was like (laughs) I want to work from wherever my computer is yeah and the only thing I could think of was building websites or doing some sort of software development and Mm -hmm. not working for anyone because I didn't know any companies at the time that did distributed work yeah I mean there were some but I didn't know them
1: No, no, even um, for us, like we started out in 2010, we left a a paid job to freelance because we didn't know any companies that hired WordPress people, you know, Um, and it was about 2014 when we found XWP and they were kind of the first one that we knew of that hired remote people to, you know, work. Um, Yeah, it's been a huge change, but it's a far more recent change than I think people realize.
2: Yeah. And yet there have been people who were remote before then, too. Mm -hmm. It's just it wasn't mainstream enough to be easily Mm -hmm. discoverable. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So when
0: did you start engaging with the community?
2: It was an accident. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I moved to Calgary and I was trying to make some friends. And I found this organization here in Calgary called Sheik Geek. And they basically, you know, support women in tech. And I did a presentation there on Git
0: and oh, nice. because they
2: really, really encouraged me to do so. And I was mm-hmm. trying to be like, try to get better at public speaking and put myself out there a little. And there was someone there who happened to know about WordCamp Calgary. So nice. they're like, hey, you should do this talk at WordCamp Calgary. It's mm-hmm. coming up. So I applied, but I had no idea what WordCamp was. I didn't know this was like a thing that is everywhere. And I spoke there and... Then I met this really awesome person called Christina Workman, who was in the community and introduced me to the community and make WordPress. And that was like late 2018, early 2019. Oh, nice. It was totally by chance. Yep. 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 Well, and you,
1: you stayed. So I'm guessing that you found some things you like about it. I mean, we all know there are things to not like about it. The community, sadly, is full of people and people are terrible. I know this. I'm a people I'm
2: terrible. <laughs> so, um, but occasionally I think that's every community, right? right? Like once you get exactly. to a certain size, yeah. you have very, very, but no, I always stayed. I think that when I first started contributing, I didn't know what it meant to really contribute aside from like mm-hmm. being part of work camp. And I would say yes to things because I didn't want to be mean right. or rude. <laughs> and four months later, I burnt out so hard mm-hmm. that I basically just disappeared. Yeah. And then I tried to come back in 2020 <laughs> or late 2020. And then work burnt me out. Mm -hmm. and I was always sort of there but like couldn't be there as reliably or consistently as I wanted to be and now I have you know grown a little I'm a little bit more experienced in trying to balance work and contributing and also like my life so seems to be working out a little better this time (laughs)
1: Yeah, well, and I think um it's kind of funny to say I've been there myself. So 2019 after WordCamp US, in fact, I almost didn't go to WordCamp US. I mm. almost just kind of left the community right there. I just was feeling really overwhelmed, had had a really negative mm. year, and it just was one of those spots where I was like, really, can't I do something other than this? You know? Um and but but stayed and you know then hit some other walls as well but i think hitting those walls burning out every once in a while like it's kind of part of the learning process you don't know what your boundaries are until you test them a little bit and I if agree. you don't push a little then you're going to miss some opportunities you're going to be sad about because you didn't try like you so it's it's really really hard though to find that balance of what's enough and what's too much and then as we grow like you said as people and our lives change the opportunities we have available are different.
2: Yeah, and I think what I'm learning is if I have 100% capacity, I should be looking to fill at most 80% of my capacity because mm-hmm. I still need the 20% to recharge, process, rest and have the wiggle room in case things happen that I don't have planned because life, you know, it likes to like just throw a few right hooks sometimes.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. I was recently asked about how, um, like, how do you manage a community or how do you plan, you know, an event. And one of the things I said is, you know, plan for the, the known unknowns, like the things that generally go wrong, because the unknown unknowns are going to bite you. (laughs) Like you're going, there's going to be this whole list of things that will go wrong that you never thought of. And so you're so right about leaving some space for that to happen
2: hard one lesson i'll tell yes. you that yeah. <laughs> but common you know it's... yes yes and i think it's, it's one to of those speak things about it
0: at word Camp so that other people learn too
2: uh, you know it's so funny right like i think we all know this intellectually
0: we've mm-hmm. heard
2: other people talk about it but until you experience it yourself it doesn't quite sink in mm-hmm. i commend the people who listen to other people and it sinks in right away i am not one of those no me i had either. to experience it <laughs>
0: It can't no, happen to, to me.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, it can't be as bad as this person is saying. They're just exaggerating for effects. Uh uh. <laughs> nice.
0: I'm stronger than that. I would deal with it fine.
2: Yeah. Mm. My life is not that messed up. Crazy things don't happen <laughs> to me. What? No. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's so true. Like, I just, I just can't not laugh through this because, you know, it's so true. Fortunately, I have reached the point where I've just accepted that my life is messed up and it will happen to me. And I'm just going to try to enjoy the ride. (laughs) So,
2: yeah, the thing is, you know, you are not alone in your life. Your life is this interconnected web with all these other people and you can't predict what they're going to do. So, and sometimes you can't even predict what you're going to do. So that's like a whole thing itself. But put that all together and yeah, it's,
1: (laughs) and then you have power outages or sickness or, you know, like all of the things that are just
2: completely out there that yes. Or a worldwide pandemic. Right. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Ruining all my plans left and right. (laughs)
0: All right. So I'd like to ask you some questions about not WordPress. Okay. Um, what do you do outside WordPress? Do you uh, do you ride in the Stampede or anything?
2: Uh, have you ever fact. been? Yes. Fun fact: I have never been to Calgary Stampede, despite living here for nearly five years now. Yeah, I've just never been. It's a it's a time when the town goes a little crazy, and I prefer to not be where the crazy is.
1: So Topher, um, Topher and I both grew up in small towns that had big events, like not nearly as big as that, but you know, they, just, they had that one weekend that something happened and none of the locals attend, you know, unless yes. you have a job there, you just stay home or you go on vacation that weekend because, <laughs> because the insanity of everybody coming to town,
2: it just, it's just insanity. <laughs> I mean, it, it is, it is. I think that in the locals that do go and lots of locals do Mm -hmm. in my group we tend to think of it as like that's where the single people go right you know Uh, and i and i am not single and also have never particularly had interest in large turkey legs you know (laughs) Uh, these are these are these are not things that are part of my interests my interests are more (laughs) the mountains and Uh Uh, you know, going there and enjoying the time, enjoying outdoorsy stuff that isn't necessarily like in downtown with us a- in a city. Yeah. Um, not that I don't like being in a city, but I've lived in such a big mix of mm-hmm. types of towns that the thing that I feel is a constant in my life is nature. Yeah. And I enjoy that. Do you well, I mean, ski? You
1: have- okay.
2: uh, I do ski sometimes. I wouldn't say that I've skied very recently um I'm more of a hiker I like to hike not in the winter I don't really do winter sports in the winters (laughs) I read books
1: Uh Well, you get some pretty substantial winter up there I mean it's not like Michigan winter where it's you know it's kind of a balmy 30 most of the time I mean you guys get some pretty cold weather
2: we do um i'm sorry i don't know the fahrenheit version right it's all celsius on my end but uh the thing about calgary is we have chinooks right because of the mountains it never stays super cold for very long it'll be really really cold and then it's going to be warm and i'll be wearing a hoodie for like a week and then it'll be super cold and i'm wearing a winter jacket and boots because now we have this much snow and then it melts again (laughs) so it's like very up and down which means I get a lot of migraines in January and yeah. February mm-hmm. oh, but aside man. from that I do enjoy that there are small moments where I can go outside and not have to wear a jacket that's nice yes.
1: <laughs> yeah we have some that's similar in Michigan here because we get kind of the jet stream comes down from you to us and so about two days later mm-hmm. whatever you were dealing with we're dealing with but generally yeah. not again not quite so bad because it's not quite so cold <laughs>
2: yeah and the mountains just really wreck things a little bit they're great i love them they're majestic mm-hmm. you know they are very stable the world mm-hmm. around them they create uh-huh. instability of in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: oh cool um Kate, I interrupted you a few minutes ago. You were going to say something. You remember? Oh, that's I mean?
1: okay. I was just going to ask what kind of things that she likes to do out in the mountains because I've never, like, again, Michigan, um, not a lot of mountains. We have a few. They're far away, and I don't go there. And um, it, it just you know, how much you have enjoyed being so close to the Rockies. It's it's a a very unique place to
2: be. I feel very privileged. It mm-hmm. is. It is the kind of beauty that doesn't seem to ever get old yeah and Mm -hmm. you know there's really beautiful lakes and i have definitely not seen all of banff or all of jasper or any of the rockies you know there's just they're just too big um but mostly we hike we take picnics out there Uh um you know go swimming in the lakes that kind of thing uh, very, very simple, you know, uh, nothing like super crazy or fancy. Uh, I'm not rock climbing or jumping off of cliffs, <laughs> but I like to just take in the beauty and appreciate it and walk around. I love walking. So hiking is like to stick the next thing, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh,
1: that sounds lovely. I can't wait. We need to come visit. Um,
2: you, you have been planning to visit for a while now. Yes. Well, there was a pandemic. When is this trip I don't, I don't going know, to know if you knew it. about this.
0: You know, <laughs> We've only known you outside pandemic for like a month. Two months. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. Most of our interaction has been really just during the pandemic. But, you know, things are hopefully going to ease up a little and it's going to maybe the variants will stop being so. Uncool. Variable.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You and then you, know... can, you can do a trip. Yes. exactly. Do you know anything at all about a WordCamp Calgary? in the future um
2: i think that for us our community is fairly small so it doesn't make sense for us to do a virtual word camp right, because right. we really value the in-person aspect of it because it's just yeah. a small community so the next time will be when we can meet in person and i don't think that's going to be this year because although technically we're allowed i think we as a team don't feel comfortable with it yeah
1: Yeah. And I'd say we feel similar in Grand Rapids. You know, we have, we have a really strong group, but we're just starting to have the conversation about going back to in-person meetups and whether we're Mm -hmm. ready for that, move it, you know, move that to, or expand that out to a WordCamp. And that's, you know, that's even so much more so. And I just, I don't know that I want to manage that. But that said, you are helping to plan WordCamp US, which hopefully will be in person in San Diego, yes. where it is not going to snow. And, um, <laughs> um, and we really appreciate you coming on board for that. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, you'll be leading our web design team and um, uh-huh. just really thrilled.
2: Yeah, it should be really cool. I'm really excited about the team that's being put together and Mm. uh, really looking forward to what we can make out of this first in-person event after the pandemic. Wow, it's like very (laughs) intense in a way, you know? Are you a designer? No, I'm not a designer. I oh, okay. am a developer. It's a it's right. the design and web team. So mm-hmm. we'll be oh, right. creating the yeah. website. There's there's a
1: slash in there that I didn't I didn't speak. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> like we have given her a couple of good designers to help her not have yes. to be a designer.
2: So yes, and I work with designers all day. So you know I have lots of thoughts and I have mm-hmm. a good eye for design, but I prefer not to be doing the design. Okay. Yeah implementation is where i shine
0: I, <laughs> which is exactly
2: I what we need as a lead in that yeah. category.
0: <laughs> i know how to use photoshop but i can't make it do pretty things <laughs> you know
1: yeah and occasionally we take away photoshop like he's just really not allowed <laughs> to design anything <laughs> you know
0: oh that's funny
2: hey topher we can be implementation buddies the, that's exactly, right exactly exactly yeah.
1: I remember the last website I think he designed himself was for a, oh, like an engineering company and they wanted yeah. something really basic. And it was basically like a wireframe of a website and it, it fit it them so well. Like it was really perfect for what they needed, but they it were, was like, it was like the stick
2: figure of designs. Right. It was, yep. yeah I mean, that's engineers. very close to yeah, that's close to what my personal website is right, right. now. Which is as simple as I could make it. I made it when I went solo in 2019. I used to have a partner before then. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need something. So I just threw this thing together and it's been there. But I am hoping to refresh it with a professionally designed something uh, at l- later this year or early next year.
1: <laughs> you know, I think it's that's just a, p- good, a good point is that you don't have to start with something super fancy. In fact, you're probably better off not starting with something super fancy. And if you do a good job of displaying your skills and competence, you can always grow into something more down the road. Um, I know a lot of people get stopped because they don't have a huge budget for development or design or, you know, or they don't personally have the skills to do it. And, and that's sad. That's a mistake, you know, that's um, a loss to the whole community.
2: I agree. I mean, that's the great thing about WordPress, right? You can be as you could be no code or you could be all Mm -hmm. the code. um, And Mm -hmm. you can build things with the free resources that are out Mm -hmm. there and get yourself something that is not bad, sometimes even pretty good with a little bit of effort. And that's all you really need. Ultimately, This is what I'm always harping on to my clients. It's not about the design. It's not about the flashiness. It's about your content. Okay. Get the content right. (laughs) Get the content right. And the design should support it, should highlight it, but it is second to your content. And I am so delighted to hear you saying that because
1: I am a content person. And so... It's so true. Like, even if you think like people forget about formatting their content, I mean, yes. really, the content is the biggest picture people see on your page, you know, mm-hmm. and how they can comfortably interact with it, whether it's, you know, divided up well, or there's, you know, places for your eyes to rest. It really makes a huge
2: difference. And Exactly.
1: Yeah. So I just love you for that a little bit more. Hey,
0: um- <laughs> the
2: web, the web is a medium for imparting information, not mm-hmm. imparting design. I mean, right. design is really great. And can, yeah. it has a very powerful impact on making information more easily accessible uh-huh. and understandable and spreading it. But that is that is its job to do it for the information. If there's no information, the design can't do anything. So- so I'm curious
1: first. to know, as an, as an individual and, you know, someone who's been around for a while, ex- an experienced individual, um, how, you know, how do you feel about Gutenberg and the move to full site editing? Like, mm. um, I, it's completely reasonable to whatever, you know, whatever your opinion is. This isn't a, you have to have one or the other. Um, I'm just curious if it's been an asset to you, if there are more drawbacks than it's worth or, you know, how you've used it or not.
2: I think that the block editor and the Gutenberg movement, as we could say, is generally a really good thing. I think it's the right move for WordPress. I think it's going in the right direction. Uh, Do I have some reservations around the melding of the visual with the content when you're creating it? Yes, I definitely have those reservations. I think a lot of people have those reservations, and I think that they are worth bringing up and bringing up again until they Mm -hmm. get the attention they deserve but you know i think it is valuable to be able to see more of what you're working with in the editor Mm -hmm. rather than having to go and preview your site constantly because i don't know a lot of people do write and create their content straight in a WordPress editor, and uh-huh. I think more of them do so now, but that a lot of people who are doing really heavy content things are not usually going to draft their content in there. Yeah. And that might change when the collaborative stage of Gutenberg comes into play. Um, but right now, I think that it's a good thing that we have some melding of the visual with the content, as long as we don't forget that visual is not everything. Right now, it feels like the visual, uh, visual is more important than the content itself. Right. And that is something that is not true. Like we are content <laughs> first. It's the web, like I just yep. said. So that's really important. But overall, you know, I think that design and content is modular it's modular no matter how you approach it and that's something that the block editor and Gutenberg really shines in because Mm -hmm. it is meant for modular things whether that's content or design and that power putting it in the hands of end users but also more experienced people I think that it can lead to some very cool and very powerful things I
1: think so I like it, but there's yeah. nuances. <laughs> you know, I would agree completely. Um, I'm someone who's just moving into creating content in Gutenberg versus creating it all in Google Docs and moving it over because I didn't feel like I could trust. I, I couldn't trust Gutenberg before to really flow right. nicely when I was writing and it's still not as comfortable for editing. Like there's an editing element that's missing to it. Mm-hmm. Um, like you can do revision. It just, anyway, Google Docs is Yeah, strategy. totally. <laughs> um, but I have found myself enjoying working in Gutenberg more as it's growing. And um, and like you said, the modularity does have a huge impact. You know, being able to, yeah. this is nice to just be able to move things around a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And the whole concept feels very open source. You know, the yes. idea that we can continue to adapt it and adjust it and have the conversations about it so that, we work as a group to move it into something that is better for the group, best for the group. Um, Yeah. I mean, nothing will be
2: perfect, but, you know. No. I mean, that's the power, right, of open source. I mean, think about Google Docs. Google Docs Mm -hmm. is proprietary software that is controlled and thought of by us small group of people mm-hmm. as compared to how many people use it. Now, do they take feedback from their end users? Of course, but right. those end users are not necessarily directly involved in figuring out planning and implementing those features. So when you have a, something like the block editor that does have that aspect, what you're going to get out of it ultimately is stronger, more user tested and just better for everyone and everyone's right. use cases. Right. Yep. So long-term, I think this is great. I think that obviously it is still a piece of software that is in development, so there yes. are bound to be hiccups, <laughs> but I use it in all of my projects. Okay. I, don't, I don't do any non-block editor projects in WordPress anymore, so That's, that says something.
1: Yeah, it really does, um, and I, I do think we have to remember that projects like this, particularly if we want to embrace them as open source, have to have a growth period. And like a, you know, kind of like a child where, again, going back to being 15, you know, not everybody's at the same place when they're 15. You know, some of us exactly. are awkward and, you know, just barely making it through. And so projects will be similar, you know, the, the head will grow faster than the feet, the feet will catch up, you know, like it's. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not a weird teenage
2: pretty, phase right? for the exactly. block editor, right? So everything's awkward, you know, your voice might be changing and there's weird things happening to you and you don't really know there's how there's no it's gonna... documentation <laughs> exactly exactly and even though other people might have experienced the same thing they can't adequately explain it to you <laughs> yeah yep. yeah exactly exactly there is no manual unfortunately uh, or at least not a very good one <laughs>
0: No. <laughs> all right uh, we have been at this for about a half an hour now so it's time to wrap up
1: Oh, you know, I'm disappointed. I thought you were going to say there was a quiz, or you know, we <laughs> were going to spin the wheel, or you know.
2: Yeah, wheel yeah. of fortune.
0: Wheel of morality. Or we can play turn,
2: Jeopardy. turn, turn, turn. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jeopardy. All right.
0: Oh. I'm going to re- uh, read the outro here. This has been an episode of Hallway Chats, a part of the Hero Press Network. Your hosts were Kate and Topher Derosia. We'd like to thank Sophia Derosia for the music and Nexus for hosting our network. If you liked the episode, please subscribe and mention us on social media.
1: Thanks so much for joining us, Aruba.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me, both of you. I feel like it's more of a put up with. Thanks for putting up with us for a half an hour, (laughs) (laughs) Aruba. I I am not okay with you uh, being rude to my friends like that. So, (laughs) no, you cannot say this.
1: Oh yeah. Thanks for coming on that. We really appreciate you talking with us um, and yep. sharing your experiences and sharing the mountains. And um, again, truly can't wait to get up and see you in person. Yes. Well,
2: I think we'll see each other before then. That is most likely true. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> it might wait till San Diego. When is that? September. Uh,
2: September.
1: The first yeah. weekend.
2: Mm-hmm. Which isn't that tickets. far
0: away. <laughs>
1: We don't use words like that. Nobody's <laughs> talking about that right now.
2: I was talking about that yesterday with my partner. <laughs> I was like, this is very close. It'll be
1: fine. It'll all be fine.
2: It will <laughs> all be fine. All right. That doesn't change the fact that it's very close. <laughs> all right. Oh, goodbye. Aruba. All right. Goodbye. Have a good rest of your day.
0: Yep. <laughs> Thanks. Bye.